to America Can We Talk. This is our America Can We Talk podcast series, our Let's Talk More podcast series. It's every Monday after a Sunday night show. And it's amazing to tell you that in the less than 24 hours we've been off air since last night's show ended, America Can We Talk, there's so much has happened, it's hard to figure out what to cram into this one hour. So what I want to focus on for an hour today essentially relates to what this WikiLeaks leak of emails from the Democrat National Committee, the DNC, what it says about the DNC, what it says about the media, and frankly, what it says about the uh, GOP side, the Trump campaign, Manafort being the now campaign director or campaign manager for Donald Trump. This, I always try in America Can We Talk, I, my mantra always is we talk truth about America, I'm happy to critique. I like what I always want to do is to speak up for America, the fundamental building blocks, the ideas that formed it. And my mission in life is to inspire people to feel like in it's our generation, it's our turn to defend the greatness and uniqueness of America. So it means we have to defend the institutions and the ideas and the documents that keep America safe. So WikiLeaks, you've probably been seeing that on the headlines and may have read some about that. But I want to just tell you the basic outline of the scandal, which is this. Julian Assange is a guy who founded WikiLeaks. And what they do, they hack in to all sorts of people's private email servers and private emails, and they publish emails that are intended in some way to embarrass, to reveal, to bring the truth to people who don't know what's going on. So Julian Assange is widely despised by many people whose uh, emails he has hacked. But in this particular case, Julian Assange hacked into the emails of the Democrat National Committee. So in just the last couple of days, his organization, WikiLeaks, released almost 20,000 emails that either came to or from the Democrat National Committee, especially their higher-ups, their leadership. And we're going to talk on this show about what that says about the relationship between the Democrat National Committee and mainstream media, or what the people who try to claim they're mainstream media, and also what it says about the Democrat National Committee and what they really think of the Democrats out there in the world, the Democrats around America who choose our candidate, work hard, organize rallies, make phone calls, knock on doors, all these people who think that they are American voters and they are creating the, they are helping to choose America's future. They are putting their weight and their efforts and their time and money behind a candidate because they believe the process in America is that the candidate is chosen by the voters and the voters then choose their Democrat candidate and the Republican candidate for president and then the country votes between them. So what, the, what these emails showed in part is that just as Bernie Sanders has been claiming for months on the campaign trail, the Democrat National Committee had decided early on under the leadership, with air quotes around that word, leadership of Debbie Wasserman Schultz, that they were just not going to have anything to do with Bernie Sanders. They had decided Hillary Clinton was the one. She was going to be the, uh, um, she was going to be the nominee of the Democrat Party. And so the leaks show collusion among the, between the Democrats, um, 
talking to themselves, among themselves, about how to bury Bernie, how to make him look bad, how, how to embarrass him, how to pump up Hillary. And this, by the way, Democrat National Committee is an organization, just like on the Republican side, the Republican National Committee, that relies on donations of people. So people, presumably some of them, Bernie supporters, pay money to the DNC, who in turn, behind the scenes, are pulling strings like the puppet meister, while at the same time, what they're really doing is take, doing everything they can think of to make sure that Bernie loses and Hillary wins the primary. And on top of that, the connections between the DNC and media show that they're even doing that with the media and that we have a very willing media in America to go along with the Democrats. And we're going to talk from in the next segment about that kind of stuff, but I want to just go to one point that just, it might be the most important thing I say this entire hour. What this scandal shows is that when Hillary Clinton, as Secretary of State, chose to have a private email server for her government business serving as Secretary of State, she kept a private server in her home, completely unprotected as compared with the servers that the United States government has, the email servers they have, where they protect secrets to a certain degree. Now, you know, they weren't, even the government servers are not 100% protected. In fact, the Assange organization, WikiLeaks, has been alluding to the fact that more emails about Hillary are to come. They've apparently hacked into the Clinton Foundation emails, so we'll learn a little bit more about Hillary's dealings with the Clinton Foundation, and we'll learn a little bit more, apparently, about some of the communications that Hillary Clinton had with the White House, because some of the White House emails, apparently, between Hillary and the White House have been hacked. So I tell you all this to say, when we, I, I know that it's campaign season and it's very easy to assume that every bit of news you hear, every story you read about, well, there's probably some bias to it. It's not really as bad as the Republicans say. I mean, it's just an email server. How bad could that be? What you're seeing is in this story, this WikiLeaks releasing 20,000 emails, you're seeing that not only does WikiLeaks have them, but, you know, WikiLeaks can hack in anywhere, certainly to Hillary Clinton's unprotected server. On top of that, today, today is Monday, July 25th, the federal government, our government, is already announcing that this hack into the DNC server came from Russia. Russia. So Russia, one of the people, countries, I guess you maybe don't call them exactly an enemy, but they are certainly an adversary often. They are certainly a country that the uh, our national defense is always on alert, always watching for signs of aggression, always watching their conduct. They don't, we don't trust them. So Russia is apparently the source of getting these emails to Julian Assange, and he's out there putting them out on WikiLeaks. So if Russia has the DNC's emails, Russia has Hillary Clinton's emails from her completely unlawful private server at home. So this is a just all by itself a reason to recognize Hillary can't function as president of the United States. Everything she wrote on her emails is at least already been hacked. It's hackable. The governments have those, the governments of Russia, probably China, other quasi-adversarial, quasi-ally, whoever, however you characterize various countries, it is just impossible for anyone to say, and certainly for Hillary to say, that the emails she wrote, the sensitive emails that contained, now we know because the FBI investigated, 
secret and top secret information. The Russians have those, the Chinese have those. And so we're at a place, I just, we're going back, we're going to talk this hour about the WikiLeaks, uh, you know, exposure of 20,000 emails that came from the Democrat National Committee, the DNC. But what that says is emails are not secure. And it also says that people defending Hillary's use of a private email server are essentially assisting in duping the American public into thinking that Hillary is is a viable candidate for president. She is she is completely susceptible to the Russians, the Chinese, anyone else who has those emails coming to her and saying, you know what, Mrs. Clinton, President Clinton, you might think you're going to do X, but we have these emails and you don't want those exposed, so you're going to do Y. She has nowhere to go. She has nowhere to go because her communications are in the hands of people who are not our friends and it is all of her own doing. So when we come back, we're going to take a quick break on this WikiLeaks scandal. I want to just give you a little bit of detail about what this scandal actually involved, what kinds of communication happened. It's amazing. Come right back after our break. RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio. Hi, this is Jean Burke with College Prep Genius. Colleges go up on their rankings because of test scores. When your student has a great score, they can get free college. I am giving away my 15 secrets to free college. Go to my website, collegeprepgenius.com. Click on 15 secrets to free college and use the code radio. You're going to learn the secret formula that colleges use to get you free college. So again, that's www.collegeprepgenius.com. Something that every business owner relies on is good advice. And that's where SCORE can help. SCORE is a nonprofit organization where we provide free business consulting services to people who want to start a business. For nearly 50 years, SCORE mentors have been helping businesses realize their dreams. What's even better than dreams is making a dream come true. Volunteer your expertise. You've got it. Share it. Volunteer your expertise today at SCORE.org. The world of real estate moves fast and technology needs to be able to keep up with it. If agents and home buyers aren't able to communicate in real time, opportunities can swiftly be missed. With Locator, the communication gap has finally been bridged. Hi, I'm David Mays, co-founder of Locator. I've been a real estate broker for the past 10 years and came from the frustration of buyers not being able to reach agents instantaneously. So that's what we created on demand. Potential buyers now have the ability to immediately connect with a nearby agent, making the home buying process quick, easy, and convenient. Locator is free to download. Just grab your smartphone, open the app, see available agents in your area, and connect instantaneously. Locator is also the perfect tool for any real estate professional. For real estate professionals, it's a lead generating monster because, you know, you could be at the office doing paperwork and you're going to be able to generate these leads in real time. Download your free version of Locator on the Apple iTunes Store today or visit the website at www.reallocator.com. In recent months, some have lost faith and trust in those who protect us. Frustration has blurred our vision, but we've faced challenges before. Operation Blue Shield is a new movement to help communities have productive conversations directly with law enforcement and first responders to listen and heal. I'm all in. I'm all in. We're We're all in. Stand united with us at OperationBlueShield.com. This time, it's for all of us. 
Hi, I'm Danny O'Connell. I'm a partner at Benefit Resource Group, a family-owned boutique insurance agency. BRG is one of the leading boutique agencies here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Our mission is to add value to our clients' and employees' lives through creative insurance solutions. When you start going upstream to a regional or even a national-type provider, the decisions over who they're going to work with and where they're going to place their business is decided around a boardroom. A lot of times, they're not always aligning with the best service provider in the space that you actually need. Numerous times they've already made an agreement and that service provider may take for granted the service that they actually have to deliver to the client in the end. And they may not always be the best in your area for your situation. Being a boutique, we are independent. We have the flexibility to go out and find the right solution specific to you. It's always a good time to sit down and speak with one of our agents. You can reach us at 214-750-7557. And you can find us on the web at brg-tx.com. And welcome back to our Let's Talk More podcast. This is Debbie Georgiatis with America Can We Talk. Our radio show is on Sunday evenings on 660 AM, The Answer. And that show is actually in North Texas at 6 to 8 Central Time. And the show is also available online for anyone in America. You can go to my current website is ladiescanwetalk.org. Click on Listen Live, and very soon, I believe the next week or so, the um, new website with our new radio show's name, which is now America Can We Talk, americacanwetalk.org, will have a link at the top saying Listen Live, so anyone around the country can not only listen live from 6 to 8 p.m., Uh, on Sunday evenings to our radio show, but they can also call in uh, and listen and talk about our various, the various shows that are, um, subjects that we're talking about. Well, you know, I think that this is really, um, we're we're talking today about the WikiLeaks leak. And they've done, you know, WikiLeaks, to be really clear, is a um, wide-ranging, WikiLeaks founded by Julian Assange, um, just leaks a lot of things they, they're not really targeting just particular you know just democrats or just just any particular group they've had a wide range of things they have done they're essentially it's a website set up to allow whistleblowers to release anonymous documents so somehow our U- u.s government says russia is the one that hacked in to the democrat national committee and then gave those uh, e- and got the emails and then sent them on and julian assange is releasing them he has released things ranging from publication information about the u.s military he's uh he has uh hacked in and then shared things like um american helicopters in battle in iraq iraq and afghanistan war logs he has documented extrajudicial killings in kenya a topic toxic waste dumping in the ivory coast Uh, he's been all over the place so he's not um he releases things that are whistleblowing in nature meaning blowing people's cover and showing the truth and so what he did in this particular case is leaked uh documents that related to um the uh, Democrat National Committee. And what you see, the two things, the two points to pull out of what, for those of us concerned about politics in America, concerned about America's future, are this. One is it shows the DNC, the Democrat National Committee, led by Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who has now been forced out of her job, but Debbie Wasserman Schultz and her leadership team were heavily involved in orchestrating the entire primary campaign to be sure that Bernie Sanders lost 
and to be sure that Hillary Clinton won. And some of the nastiness about this, and I got to tell you, folks, I, I've always I've been involved in campaigns for a long time on the conservative side, and I know how hard people work. And the Bernie Sanders supporters, now he's not someone politically I could ever support, but his this is the Democrat democratic system. This is the system in our country that keeps the hands in the power of we the people. All those folks who were working so hard for Bernie Sanders were behind the scenes being manipulated and actually really mistreated by the Democrat Party. And during the course of this campaign, Bill, uh, uh, Bernie Sanders many times said this, this election is rigged. The system is rigged. He used that word a lot. And Debbie Wasserman Schultz stood right out there in front of the camera and said over and over and over, absolutely not. We are playing the role of the party. We are neutral. We are not doing any um, such thing. So I want to just share with you some of the things they did trying to make, trying to rig this election. One was there was a an effort to help Hillary destroy Bernie by mocking or raising his religion or question whether he has religious faith. There was an email from someone named Brad Marshall. He's a CFO, Chief Financial Officer of the Democrat National Committee. He wrote an email, and this is all recent stuff. He wrote this email in May of this year, 2016. He suggested that in the, in the um, primaries in the states of Kentucky, and then he said Washington, which I'm not sure why he was referring to that, but it may make no difference. But for Kentucky and Washington, can we get someone to ask his belief? He writes in an email. He, he says, does he believe in God? He has skated on saying he has a Jewish heritage. I read he's an atheist. This could make several points difference with my peeps. My Southern Baptist peeps would draw a big difference between a Jew and an atheist. So this creep in the Democrat National Committee is urging the media to, because he, they think the media is on their side, which they are, and to say, raise Bernie Sanders' religion. Point out he's really an atheist. So this is the CFO, the chief financial officer, and the CEO also involved in this communication, Amy Dacey, the CEO, chief executive officer of the DNC, backing back and forth on an email talking about wouldn't it be great if we could raise Bernie Sanders' religion and maybe it cost him a few points in a primary, especially among religious voters. So you have the CFO and the CEO of the Democrat National Committee trying to find a way to mock Bernie Sanders and and show what they thought might be a weakness that perhaps he's really atheist, even though he, because he doesn't really speak of religion, he speaks of his Jewish heritage. So these are just, you know, you can read this and go, well, yeah, that's politics. But, you know, politics in this country, we have begun to accept more and more degrading conduct and don't get me started or you may get me started in the next segment on Donald Trump more and more degrading conduct more and more willingness to be nasty and rotten and if we are these things aren't called out if they are not pointed out then all it becomes is more and more as an accepted norm more and more well that's just the way it goes you know they don't like Bernie Sanders so they found something to complain about there was also um, th these leaks come from the accounts and give you the names of these people from seven key people in the Democrat National Committee communications director Luis Miranda national finance director Jordan Kaplan finance chief of staff Scott Comer 
Finance Director of Data and Strategic Initiatives, Daniel Parrish, Finance Director, Alan Zachary, Senior Advisor, Andrew Wright, and North um, California Finance Director, Robert Eric Stowe. So these are all people whose emails were hacked, who were involved in manipulating behind the scenes, manipulating so that Bernie Sanders would appear to the public to be not doing as well in the primaries. And so you tend to, if people believe that the other Democrat voters in other states are coalescing around Hillary, they say, well, you know, Hillary appears to be winning. Let's just do it. Okay, so I want to tell you another thing that was very interesting that, that they did is... Um, the email, they're part of this Hillary, they're calling this the Hillary leaks, the, the WikiLeaks plan. Um, there was a an actual um, communication between a writer for Politico who wrote an article about Hillary Clinton's fundraising plan. But before that article was even went to his editors, he sent it to his contacts at the Democrat National Committee. And said, "Hey, is, is this okay? I mean, is this you guys can check on this?" He sends it to his contact at the DNC and says, "Hey, don't, don't, don't show this to anybody." Who, of course, immediately shares it with somebody else at the DNC. So things you read on or online, and you know, we have a—it's a human nature. We tend to believe things because we saw them in print. Things you see online and you think are true turn out to be things. In this case, you're actually discovering they are things that were run by the campaign. So Hillary and the DNC could say, oh, wait, wait, don't say that. Turn it, say, say it this way. This, this would be better. Make us look better. So first of all, this lack of journalistic integrity is kind of breathtaking. But on top of that, it's, it's not just a journalistic integrity. It is the absolute willingness to lock arms and play ball with a completely deceptive effort to present as journalism, as stories, as reports, to the public, stories that are really just, you're kind of helping the campaign get their message out, get their talking points out, get the story told the way they want it told. And, you know, I heard someone say, well, it's, it's true, but, you know, this could be, probably happens on both sides. I got to tell you, folks, there may be some things that the Republicans are able to help and me to get their stories out, but it is the site, the overwhelming media sources on the American left that have locked arms with the Democrat Party and simply produce story after story after story that make the Democrat candidate more appealing, make the conservative position look bad. And this, so there's not the kind of collusion, a similarity of collusion that uh, you would see in the, um, between the RNC and the media, because there just aren't enough uh, conservatives in the media to run these stories. But that takeaway that the media plays games, the media plays with the truth to get the message of Hillary Clinton out is vital to know. And the second point is the DNC in bed with Hillary Clinton is really not just unfair to Bernie Sanders, it's unfair to all the voters who liked him. So the party of fairness, like always claiming fair, 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 have been grossly unfair. Debbie Wasserman Schultz took the hit for it. She resigned, got a new person in place, Representative Marsha Fudge. So when we come back from this break, we'll talk a little bit more about this WikiLeaks thing. Actually, what's, ha- what's the connection to the Trump team? Can't wait to tell you. Can you hear us now? You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for pre-
Premium Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Danny O'Connell. I'm partner at Benefit Resource Group, a family-owned boutique insurance agency. BRG is one of the leading boutique agencies here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Our mission is to add value to our clients' and employees' lives through creative insurance solutions. When you start going upstream to a regional or even a national-type provider, the decisions over who they're going to work with and where they're going to place their business is decided around a boardroom. A lot of times, they're not always aligning with the best service provider in the space that you actually need. Numerous times they've already made an agreement and that service provider may take for granted the service that they actually have to deliver to the client in the end. And they may not always be the best in your area or for your situation. Being a boutique, we are independent. We have the flexibility to go out and find the right solution specific to you. It's always a good time to sit down and speak with one of our agents. You can reach us at 214-750-7557. And you can find us on the web at brg-tx.com. We're asking folks about marriage. Marriage makes me think of sports. You know, teamwork, dedication. Okay, let's see what people say. Let's say your marriage is a sport. What sport would it be? Basketball. Surfing. You have to be a team sport. A lot of back and forth. A lot of people watching. So how many people are influenced by your marriage? Hundreds. You really think about the ripple effect. It's like a wave. (laughs) Want to improve your marriage? For ideas, go to foryourmarriage.org and message from the Catholic Church. Who says green can't be clean? Here's a tip that many professional home cleaning services already know. You can power through the grime in less time with our 100% naturally safe speed cleaning products. Don't waste your time with the products that don't work. Our non-toxic cleaners are safe around pets and people, yet tough on dirt. If you want to clean your home in half the time, visit speedcleaning.com and sign up for our speed cleaning tip of the week. During these tough economic times, it's easy to lose sight of the importance of saving for the future. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling wants you to know there are simple steps to set aside dollars each month. The most important is reviewing all your monthly expenses and establishing a household budget. Need help getting started? Speak with a certified credit counselor who can help map out a plan for you. Call the NFCC at 800-388-2227. This has been a public service message from the NFCC. Hi, this is Andrew Sabo, Vice President of Symphion. I'm responsible for the marketing for Symphion's Information as a Service. We have a particular focus on hospitals and healthcare organizations because they are particularly vulnerable to cyber security risks. The average patient record is worth $363 on the black market. Symphion's Information as a Service gathers intelligence on your print fleet or your Windows-based devices in such a way they can identify and audit the security security settings of each device. We're able to deliver that information in a concierge style to the appropriate parties so they can take their cybersecurity plan to a whole nother level. For more information, give us a call today at 214-522-4000 or visit us on the web at symphion.com. That's S-Y-M-P-H-I-O-N.com. Symphion, the unparalleled value of innovation in action. Welcome back to Let's Talk More. This is Debbie Georgiatis, your host of America Can We Talk. This is our Monday podcast series, Let's Talk More. And I so appreciate the opportunity to come in and just have another hour to talk about the amazing things that are happening in America. Today we're focusing on this D, this Democrat National Committee WikiLeaks release. And again, backing up, WikiLeaks released 
nearly 20,000 emails that they got by hacking into the emails of the Democrat National Committee. And the two takeaway facts, if your friends say, what's it all about? The one takeaway fact is it shows the DNC, the Democrat National Committee, colluded inside of the organization and spent a lot of effort and time trying to destroy Bernie Sanders' campaign and make sure that Hillary Clinton won the primary, which is, you know, what Bernie Sanders has been saying all along. And number two, that the Democrat National Committee has regular email contact with many sources in the media. I mentioned before the break some social media sources. I'm going to talk about a huge source, the Washington Post blog site. What you, the second takeaway from all this is that the DNC has a relationship with so many, many people in mainstream media that when you think you're reading a, a, a thoughtful piece, you think you're reading even an opinion piece written by someone who focuses on politics, who studies politics, what you're really reading are the Democrat National Committee talking points because there's that much collusion between them. I want to mention one. There's a reporter for the Washington Post blog. The blog is called The Plum Line. The writer is named Greg Sargent. And he writes, he, it's an opinion blog. To be fair to him, it's not presented as mainstream. It's not presented as neutral news. It's an opinion blog. But in the, in the, um, he started doing this in early 2009. And before that, he written for other uh, liberal sources. But within... The 70, there were 74 emails where his name was mentioned by the, in the Democrat National Committee emails, and essentially what you glean when you're done looking at it is that he was writing these opinion pieces because he's getting from the DNC what they want him to write, so he's essentially advertising at no charge for the DNC. He's writing opinion pieces, writing what they tell him to write. And so it's just an astonishing thing. They have the um, people that he was communicating with, Luis Miranda, uh, the DNC National Communications Director, April Melody, the DNC Deputy CEO for Communications, and Mark Postenbach, the DNC National Press Secretary and Deputy Communications Director. And just one little example, that there was a uh, in this, and these were not like years ago, just becoming discovered. These are now. These are this past primary season when all these innocent activists and the D and the Democrat side were running around the country advocating for Bernie, advocating for Hillary, creating rallies. They were doing the activism that people do when they think there's actual legitimate process going on. And really, what's happening is behind the scene, the DNC is linked with the media and 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 they're on Hillary's side. So there was one particular example. Um, this was an email um, between Luis, Luis, L-U-I-S, Luis Miranda, who is the DNC National Communications Director, and April Melody. Uh, actually, this went to April Melody, who is the CEO for Communications, and Mark Possenbach, who is the um, National Press Secretary and the Deputy Communications Director at the DNC. And this email of May of this year says, April, we need the written rollout plan, and we need to see if we can get a place story, if we can place a story first, rather than just dropping a press release to make sure the first story out of the gate is as helpful as possible. 
Even if it's first, even if it's for today, please loop us both in. Thanks. And then she comes back with, I think the best reporter to give the news to news to ahead of time is Greg Sargent at the Washington Post. But this specific reporter is not as important as getting to an outlet before the news breaks so he can help control the narrative on the front end. Otherwise, this may likely get spun in a not so helpful way. We should also get Representative Cummings on the phone with that reporter. Thanks again, Mark. So they're fooling around trying to get this Greg Sargent at the Washington Post to to jump on a story, get ahead of whatever the story was that they were trying to duck. Um, so, you know, I it's hard on media to read these. I urge you to go to a website. You can, you can one is just America and thinker dnc wikileaks hacks out hillary hillary shill at the washington post i think this guy mark Sargent, isn't very happy about the fact his name has been out there over and over and over and over um and he's he's complaining about it but you know this uh okay in fact i, I can't read all this to you because it'll get too boring but greg Sargent at the washington post he's probably had to change his email address by now because it's out here but they're trying to work with him to get as they as a subject line of emails getting on the same page telling you what we need to have you run as a story so 14 minutes apart he's locked and loaded ready to go what's it look like for pulling the trigger they're emailing saying can we get this out of here can i pop it out this morning then 14 minutes later um they get an email back saying the post has moved the ball anyway so it goes on and on and you know i think these things they're they're indicative of a couple of things that really um are of more profound importance than the content of each of these emails. And that is a sense, and I feel this in America, honestly, on both sides of the aisle, on the Democrat side of the aisle and the Republican side of the aisle, is that there's been so much talk in America about the, the voters are mad, the voters are angry, the voters are fed up. And what they're fed up with is the feeling that the Democrats in Washington on, their, on the left, the Republicans in Washington on the right, are have just evolved into a ruling class elite set of people who think they actually know better than the people so they don't have to listen to them. This is what I'll speak to the, on the right for a moment. On the right and the conservative side, the reason we have Donald Trump as a candidate as opposed to any of the other 16 people who had uh, some have different kinds of political experience is because people are so angry thinking the Republicans in Washington do not listen. It's why the hashtag make DC listen has been popular for months and months and months. The feeling in the grassroots of America, the feeling in the, your neighborhood, your, your dinner conversation at home, your conversation with your neighbors, the feeling that Washington never listens, your congressmen don't listen, the people ha- the, on the right have been trying to tell their congressman and their senator, please stop Obama's agenda. Please stop ex- letting him expand and, and change Obamacare when he doesn't have any constitutional authority to do that. Please stop him from his executive amnesty in the immigration arena. Please stop him. Please stop this Iranian deal that is going to give Iranians nuclear weapons, which everybody knew was the case. And yet, and, and the Republicans sat on their hands. They, they, they issued statements like we are, we denounced the strongest possible terms. President Obama should not be writing laws. He's not allowed to do that. He's the president. They don't stop him. They just don't stop him. They don't use the constitutional tools they have to stop him. So the anger on the right is that people, the, the GOP in Washington is either unwilling or unable. They're, they're unwilling 
because they're afraid of taking things on, or worse, they are just think they're smarter than the average American Joe, and they don't have to be bothered responding to the concerns of the American people. On the left, what you see in WikiLeaks is the feeling by people in the Democrat Party across the country, and this is going to impact, I'm, I'm doing this on the very first day of the Democrat convention, starting today in Philadelphia. The Bernie protesters have already started, they're, they they booed down Debbie Washman Schultz this morning. But you know, whether you love Bernie Sanders or don't like him or, you know, weren't sure what you thought of him, Bernie Sanders was a legitimate candidate for president on the Democrat side. And what you see this attitude in WikiLeaks is that the Democrats in Washington think we're just so much smarter than the people. They're not really entitled to choose their president. They're not really entitled to choose a candidate because when we have to pull strings behind the scenes, we have to make sure that the one we think is a better choice, which is Hillary Clinton, we have to make sure she wins and we'll do anything to do it. So this WikiLeaks stuff, much as I'm sure every single victim of a WikiLeaks attack is mortified, angry, infuriated. The simple truth, and, and you know, and, and I would be, everyone would be who's listening to this, but at the end of the day, what they're doing is it is transparency that you can't get any other way. And so this WikiLeaks thing is going to continue to be a story throughout the week of this Democrat convention because the Bernie Sanders people had a legitimate concern. I'm no one's listening to me. I can't even get the party to award the, the right number of delegates. Bernie Sanders won a much higher percentage of votes than he has of the delegates. And so they're saying this party better listen to me. So in the last segment, we're going to talk about WikiLeaks and talk about the possible connection involving Donald Trump. Don't go away. This is, this is like a political thriller, only it's real life America. Don't go away. I'm a third grade teacher. I'm a school bus driver. I am a parent. I am a teacher's aide. And I agree to be identified as a caring adult who pledges to help bullied students. I will listen carefully to all students who seek my help. And act on their behalf. To put an immediate stop to bullying. I will work with other caring adults to create a safe learning environment for all the students in my school. In my school. In my school. In my school. I'm Dennis Van Roekel, president of the National Education Association. Help us create safe, bully-free learning environments for all students. One caring adult can make all the difference. Be that adult and take the pledge at nea.org slash bullyfree. Adults have the power to stop bullying in our schools. It starts with me. It starts with me. It starts with me. It starts with me. Bully-free. It starts with me. Visit nea.org slash bullyfree. A message from the National Education Association. The world of real estate moves fast, and technology needs to be able to keep up with it. If agents and home buyers aren't able to communicate in real time, opportunities can swiftly be missed. With Locator, the communication gap has finally been bridged. Hi, I'm David Mays, co-founder of Locator. I've been a real estate broker for the past 10 years and came from the frustration of buyers not being able to reach agents instantaneously. So that's what we created on demand. Potential buyers now have the ability to immediately connect with a nearby agent, making the home buying process quick, easy, and convenient. Locator is free to download. Just grab your smartphone, open the app, see available agents in your area, and connect instantaneously. 
Real Locator is also the perfect tool for any real estate professional. For real estate professionals, it's a lead generating monster because you know you could be at the office doing paperwork and you're going to be able to generate these leads in real time. Download your free version of Real Locator on the Apple iTunes Store today or visit the website at www.reallocator.com. What if you got rewarded for every good decision? What if your heart had a special way of letting you know it appreciates your healthy choices? Oh, I've got to get my family to eat more vegetables. Amazing! And instead of cooking with butter tonight, I think I'll saute our veggies with a heart-healthy oil. You're a genius! So really, would your food choices pay off in heart health? Did you know that when you replace bad fats with healthier fats, like those in canola or other vegetable oils, it can lower bad cholesterol levels, and that's good for your heart. Here's a winning idea. Take up the challenge for good health, because the you of the future will say, Fantastic! Learn more at heart.org slash face the fats. Canola Info proudly supports the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. Just one call or one click is all it takes to get the free diabetes information you need. One call, one click. Just call 1-888-693-NDEP or click www.yourdiabetesinfo.org. The National Diabetes Education Program, your source for free diabetes information. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. You're listening to RNCN. The digital destination for premium talk radio. And welcome back to the final section of our podcast series. This is Debbie George Addis. The radio show is America Can We Talk? And our podcast series is Let's Talk More. It's every Monday at 2 p.m. It's the Monday after a Sunday show. And I, I try to do one topic and dive a little deeper. And this topic we're on today has so much depth and, frankly, so much yet unknown that this we're just skimming the surface today of this release by WikiLeaks by Julian Assange of, of nearly 20,000 emails that were hacked from the Democrat National Committee. And I will tell you that Julian Assange has said in the media that this is just release number one. That, that, and these were released just prior to the beginning of the Democrat National Convention that's happening this week in Philadelphia. And more is to come. He's alluded to getting into the emails at, from the Clinton Foundation. And he's alluding to getting into White House emails. So there's a lot more to come on this. The WikiLeaks release so far has just caused a just a total dark cloud on the day that Hillary's coronation was to begin. She was to begin the, her, finally, she's uh, apparently won the nomination. She's going to be nominated as the Democrat candidate for president. And this is a huge black cloud. It's caused the party to, uh, Debbie Washman Schultz had to resign, the head of the DNC. They had a very brief interim head, and now they have a new person, Marsha Fudge, which I will not go into right now, but we'll be watching her in the future. But the last segment on the WikiLeaks thing today, I want to talk about something that is really important to understand. I always try in America Can We Talk. Now, I don't like gossip stories. I don't discuss what candidates Women or men look like their hair, their clothing. I don't care. I don't do snarky comments about appearance. 
The show is always about preserving the greatness and uniqueness of America. And uh, so I try always, and when we talk about stories, to talk about why they matter to America and why they matter to you. And so on this WikiLeaks thing, I want to loop back and talk about the implications on the, on the Republican side. Earlier today, or yesterday, I guess it was, a Sunday morning appearance, Clinton campaign manager Robbie Mook actually said on air that the Russians had hacked the Democrat National Committee email system to help Trump and that Trump was acting pro-Russian. In addition, just as a little bit uh, backup on that, or just a, before even that, earlier, and this was, I don't know when it was, I guess on Tuesday, Senator Marco Rubio wondered out loud why Donald Trump seems so obsessed with Vladimir Putin. So I want to talk about this Putin connection with Donald Trump. Now, there are people out there already saying, even on alleged mainstream media, that they're wondering out loud, is Trump and Putin, is there some collusion going on that Putin, you know, is will, willing to allow the release of these emails through WikiLeaks because he, Putin, is wanting to bring Hillary down? and is willing to help Donald Trump bring Hillary down. And so this is an, an assertion, this is an, uh, an allegation, but so while there isn't a paper trail, there's kind of a logical connect the dots trail. Because in this campaign cycle, it has been the oddest thing. And I, you know, you, if you're my listeners, you know, I am a conservative first, Republican next. I just, I mean, I'm an American. And I think, and I, what, what I really want is America to be safe, strong, secure, and all the things we're supposed to be. So I'm happy to critique members of either party in their conduct and their words and, and, and to make implications about their behavior. So on the subject of Donald Trump, it is the oddest thing in his campaign how often he's mentioned Vladimir Putin, the head of Russia, the, you know, a clearly former KGB guy, tough guy, you know, has aggressive goals in mind, wants already to begin Soviet expansion again, has been talking openly about wanting to push. He, they already, since under President Obama's completely weak foreign policy and just weak administration generally, Russia's become much more aggressive than it has been when we have a strong leader. So we have tough guy Putin, strong leader, Tough guy Trump, they're kind of, in, in a way, they're kind of two peas in a pod. And Donald Trump has spoken more admiringly of Putin than, than seems normal. It seems, it, it's like you're praising your enemy. So I wanted to mention a couple of things about this. The Democrats are already wondering out loud, you know, is Donald Trump somehow behind this, getting this disastrous email uh, dump to happen right before the DNC convention starts and uh, it makes Hillary look bad and you know whether what if, if he is doing that why would Putin necessarily want to be helping Donald Trump it's not clear why but I'll tell you one thing that's been very very odd in the Donald Trump campaign and that is the extent to which it seems it's like almost a random irrational attack on NATO the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. NATO is the organization of countries that stands in Vladimir Putin's way as he wishes to have his Russian aggression. He wishes to move west out of Russia to reassert the old Soviet Union countries. He wants to get, he wants to expand the physical borders of Russia and take over countries that were finally freed when communism ended, finally got their national identity back, their country back, 
Putin has been openly working toward, you know, territorial expansion, NATO stands in his way because NATO, the basic deal of NATO is if you're part of NATO, if you're attacked, if any one country in NATO is attacked, everyone in NATO responds. I mean, it's a brilliant thought for smaller countries to have them come, and, and America is a member of NATO. So you have bigger countries standing against, and, and bigger country of America, a lot of small countries banded together to be the block against the Soviet Union and their potential goals of expanding their territory. So, you know, first of all, uh, Donald Trump has been complaining about that the NATO members don't pay their fair share. So, you know, maybe that's true. It might mean some adjustment. Maybe America has, over the decades, become the one that pays too much money. Maybe we pay more than we should. Maybe other countries, we should readjust the balance for who pays. So that's one thing. So, okay, you know, maybe, maybe we need to readjust that. Maybe we pay too much of the total bill of NATO. We have more money than any of the other countries. And we, for many years, recognized that being in NATO wasn't just there to, ex- to defend the member countries. We weren't just there to defend the, the various countries that belonged to NATO. We were there to defend uh, ourselves. Ultimately, we saw the protection of the NATO countries, protection against Russian expansionism as a protection of America, a- as to keep down the growth of, a, uh, of another Soviet expansion and then it very b- quickly becomes militaristic um, country. So... Donald Trump's been whining about NATO and and making comments. I mean, you know, I I don't quote President Obama very often in a positive light, but even President Obama can see, you know, this is really, this is not wise. We we, we don't want to abandon our NATO allies. But in a recent thing, uh, just this week, as a matter of fact, Donald Trump actually talked about setting conditions for defending NATO allies against attack. He's actually talking about undermining the power of NATO, the whole reason for its existence, to stand as an organized force against the expansion efforts of Russia. And now Donald Trump is saying he's going to set conditions about whether we actually defend our NATO allies. He was, talk, he was asked specifically about Putin, about his threatening activities, he's ta- he's, and that, that his Putin's threats of expansion have unnerved the small Baltic states that are among the more recent people, countries that joined NATO. And so he was asked, Trump was asked in an interview, if Russia attacked one of those small countries, what would he do? And he said he would have to decide whether to come to their aid only after reviewing if those nations have fulfilled their obligations to us. So if they haven't paid enough in, he's saying he'd abandon them. That's what he's saying. It is, and I'll tell you something else. If you, and I, I will tell you, I'm, I'm you know, I, I like the feeling of America first. I, I'm going to vote for Don Trump because I think Hillary is a disaster. Having said that, there are a lot of things about him that alarm me. This is one, the apparent failure to appreciate the importance of NATO and the kind of the opposite of that, but his almost a silence on rebuking the real problem we have in, in the world with the real international organization that's so problematic and is against America, which is the United Nations. We donate, we put in far more money to the United Nations every year, essentially donating to an international organization that condemns a lot of what America does, that has many members, member countries that are, uh, 
Islamic majority that that have in, that do not tolerate uh, equal, equal rights. All sorts of organizations. We have countries, members of the UN, that are completely inconsistent with the values America stands for. Yet we fund that organization. We get rebuked by that organization. We get we get scolded. We get told we have to do things that says it's more of a it's, a, it's an organization more likely to take away American sovereignty or try to. And Trump isn't talking about cutting money to them. He's talking about NATO. And so when, back to WikiLeaks, and you wonder, is the suspicion by the Democrats that perhaps Putin and Trump are working together to, to release these emails to embarrass Hillary, Trump is spending a lot of time say, doing things and saying things that sound like he's willing to stand against NATO, which means to stand with Putin, because NATO is what stops Putin's expansion. Okay, I told you there are a million directions to go with this WikiLeaks leak. This is going to be a huge story. It'll be on America Can We Talk for weeks on end, because it really matters to our liberty in America. So, hope you tune every week to America Can We Talk. Great talking with you. tuned in to the Real News Communications Network, streaming 24 hours a day at realnewscn.com. The world of real estate moves fast and technology needs to be able to keep up with it. If agents and home buyers aren't able to communicate in real time, opportunities can swiftly be missed. With Real Locator, the communication gap has finally been bridged. Hi, I'm David Mays, co-founder of Real Locator. I've been a real estate broker for the past 10 years and came from the frustration of buyers not being able to reach agents instantaneously. So that's what we created on demand. Potential buyers now have the ability to immediately connect with a nearby agent, making the home buying process quick, easy, and convenient. Real Locator is free to download. Just grab your smartphone, open the app, see available agents in your area, and connect instantaneously. Real Locator is also the perfect tool for any real estate professional. For real estate professionals, it's a lead generating monster because you know you could be at the office doing paperwork and you're gonna be able to generate these leads in real time. Download your free version of Real Locator on the Apple iTunes store today or visit the website at www.reallocator.com. Hi, this is John Bon Jovi asking you to go to serve.gov to get involved in something you believe in. I'm a big believer in the power of we. We can tackle the tough challenges we face and build community through service and volunteering. The reality is, we're all in this together. It's time for you to raise your hand and make a difference. United we stand, united we serve. How will you raise your hand when they call you? Are you with me? We weren't born to follow. Go to serve.gov for more information about how to volunteer in your community. This message is brought to you by United We Serve and the Corporation for National and Community Service. The Status Bro. So my brother, who's an actor out in L.A., he came in town just to be on our show. And, you know, so we said, do you want to get tased? And right. he, he was like, yeah, I'll do it because he's a good sport. He's a team player. And we hit him a couple times with it. And I don't know if the taser wasn't really working or it just wasn't getting him right. I don't yeah, know. We just couldn't get it going. But when it finally hit him, he let out the most ear-piercing shriek I've ever heard a man produce. Yeah. I, I, like, I don't even know how that happened. And it, it was just, it was great. The best taser reaction we've ever had. So I'm going to go ahead and play it for you right now. What? The tasing? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do the tasing. 
But you have the taser here? Yeah. All right, we'll go grab it then. You'll do it right now? Yeah. You sure it works? Do you want me to check it first? Check it. Oh it works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get you until you tell me to get you. No, you just got to do it. <laughs> Where did you acquire this from? Zach got it for I four it. bucks. Yeah. Four bucks. Yeah, so there's a good chance it's just a child's toy. You but can it's hardly tell we're in an apartment. Thing. Four dollars. I think maybe I need to light it and then touch him with it. Maybe. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I dad I hate. How about you do like the leg or something? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, I'm in through jeans. He's got yeah, some buckling no, his pants. Try through jeans and tell me if you feel anything. Okay. <laughs> and there it is. Let's get it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, John's such a good sport. Where did that noise come from? Boys will be boys. <laughs> the status bro. Hi, I'm Danny O'Connell. I'm partner at Benefit Resource Group, a family-owned boutique insurance agency. BRG is one of the leading boutique agencies here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Our mission is to add value to our clients' and employees' lives through creative insurance solutions. When you start going upstream to a regional or even a national-type provider, the decisions over who they're going to work with and where they're going to place their business is decided around a boardroom. A lot of times, they're not always aligning with the best service provider in the space that you actually need. Numerous times they've already made an agreement and that service provider may take for granted the service that they actually have to deliver to the client in the end and they may not always be the best in your area or for your situation. Being a boutique, we are independent and we have the flexibility to go out and find the right solution specific to you. It's always a good time to sit down and speak with one of our agents. You can reach us at 214-750-7557 and you can find us on the web at brg-tx.com. I remember the moment. I remember the moment. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. A storage tank ruptured, and for miles, chemicals were pushing up against the riverbanks. This was a big, big deal, and it was going to have a serious impact on communities up and down the river. I remember the moment this local guy came up to me and said, they call the guard out for this stuff? You probably thought we were all about hurricanes, tornadoes, fighting Mother Nature. Hey, it's a chemical spill. It's a disaster. It affects the water supply, threatens wildlife. We're talking about the health of entire communities and people's livelihoods. You bet we're ready for these kinds of things. We were out there with booms to prevent the spill from expanding. We were responsible for protecting and monitoring the sensitive wetlands. I also remember the moment that same guy came up to me and said, I don't know what we would have done if they hadn't called the guard up. Learn more about how you can protect your friends, families, neighbors, and the environment. Everything that makes up your community. Go to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hi, this is Andrew Sabo, Vice President of Symphion. I'm responsible for the marketing for Symphion's Information as a Service. We have a particular focus on hospitals and healthcare organizations because they are particularly vulnerable to cyber security risks. The average patient record is worth $363 on the black market. Symphion's Information as a Service gathers intelligence on your print fleet or your Windows-based devices in such a way they can identify and audit the security settings of each device. We're able to deliver that information in a concierge style to the appropriate parties so they can take their cybersecurity plan to a whole nother level. For more information, give us a call today at 214-522-4000 or visit us on the web at Symphion.com. That's S-Y-M-P-H-I-O-N.com. Symphion, the unparalleled value of innovation in action. 
I was leaving an exercise class. All of a sudden, the pain started. My entire chest, shortness of breath, very fatigued, nauseated. Thought that it was nothing much, maybe just stress. You're having a heart attack. I'm healthy, I'm young. There's no way it could be my heart, no way. Heart disease doesn't discriminate. Listen to your body, go get checked. Heart disease is the number one killer in women. And this is something that we can fight. Visit GoRedForWomen.org to learn a woman's risk for heart disease. Destination for premium talk radio.